Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Support for Away With Words comes from National University, where flexible online classes let you earn your degree or credential on your schedule. Learn more at nu.edu. It's another minicast from Away With Words. I'm Martha Barnett. So are you um, like one of those, um, you know, like people who, you know, like they use a lot of um, filler words in like their conversation? Well, if so, I apologize for that last sentence, of course, but here's how I'm going to make it up to you. I'm going to tell you a really cool, fancy term for all those filler words. And it happens to be a word that's a whole lot of fun to say. Alan from Washington, D.C. phoned us to talk about it. Um, I have a question about a word that I ran across that I'd never seen before, and, I, and I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce it, but uh, I'll give it a shot. Uh, it's um, embololalia. Embololalia. Um, <laughs> That's pretty sexy. It's quite a word, uh, and I, I gather it's also spelled uh, um, with an extra syllable in there, so it sometimes is spelled embololalia. <laughs> Embololalia. Now, where did you run across this? I assume it wasn't the Washington Post, or it was not the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. It was in some obscure book, and I and I've tried to actually remember where I saw it first. I wrote it down in a little notebook I had because it caught my attention, and then I tried to figure out. Um, I mean, I know basically what it means, but I couldn't figure out both um, what the what the root and the history of the word is and why it's. Um, evidently fallen out of use because it seems to me a uh, you know it's an ex- it's a very useful uh, word well alan what was the context uh in which when, in which i first saw it yeah uh you know i don't even remember that i just remember seeing it in some in some written form and then i remember uh, and i've since tried to google it and uh have not found it appearing in in many in many books on Google Books or anything. So it doesn't yeah, seem no, to be a word that is used much. No, it doesn't appear very often at all, does it? No, and, it, it's, um, and as I understand it, the basic meaning is it's, uh, it's those meaningless filler words that people put in their speech. Uh, um, er, you know, okay. Uh, Imbololalia, I say that all the time. Instead of um and er, <laughs> imbololalia. But what I love about it is it, uh, it, it seems like it would be awfully useful since lots of people when I as a father of a couple teenagers who, who seem to be using uh, a lot of embololalia in their speech these days. Oh, sure, uh, yeah. And uh, I mean, it also, you know, you know just like exactly. um, uh, uh, and it also it also sounds like what it is. It's uh, sort of onomatopoetic. Mm. It sounds like a tongue wagging. But um, but anyway, I can't figure out uh, where it came from or why it's fallen out of use. So I thought you you, you would help be able to help me. There's a couple things happening with this word. One is it's never really been that common, and it's not a medical, an official medical term nor an official scientific term. So it's just kind of one of those terms that somebody coined once because they needed it, and it's kind of persisted a little bit. But for the most part, it's mainly used uh, 
in books about strange words or it's used <coughs> by people who read books about strange words and try to assert them in their own writing. So mm-hmm. it's not a common word and has never been – neither spelling of it has never been very common. Um, which also explains why there is more than one spelling. It never was used enough for one spelling to win out. Oh, but I agree with Alan. It's a great word. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, go- I'm going to add this because it's a, it's a great word to say. It's, I think it's memorable too. You know, once you connect it to a thing that everyone knows about, that there are people in this world who say um as every other word or uh as every third word, right? Yeah. Right? Well, just looking at these, I'm, I'm uh, just looking at the word written out here. I'm, I'm guessing it's from Greek. Imbolalalia. Yes, the lalia yes. having to do with speech, talking like glossolalia and echolalia when people uh, were coprolalia. Coprolalia mm-hmm. when people mm-hmm. <laughs> talk does a lot of have, rubbish. Does it, yeah. does it have any relationship to the word embolism? It does. Yes, mm-hmm. they, the first part is the, the root is embolus, e m b o l u s, um, which means plug or stopper. And so, if you have an embolism in your your brain, there's it's something that's in the way of the normal flow of blood, right? Yeah, and as I recall, embolism goes all the way back to a Greek word that means to throw, and you see that b o l in in other words too, like hyperbole, kind of a throwing mm. over, going over the top. So, throwing it, a lot of pause words into your speech. Well, yeah, tossing things into your speech, I would think. I don't know. Do you see a definition for it, Grant, someplace? For which? For embolalia. I have two here, as a matter of fact. One is the use of virtually meaningless filler words, phrases, or stammerings, or so-called hesitation forms in speech, whether as unconscious utterings while arranging one's thoughts, or as a vacuous, inexpressive mannerism. For example, you know, well, like, I mean, ah. Ah, all summed up in embolalia. Yes, embolalia. And the, another definition, slightly different, introduction of insignificant words or those devoid of meaning into a spoken sentence, thus obstructing speech. So one is kind of about the words themselves, and the other one is about the, the mechanism of producing speech. Um, huh. By the way, lalia, that, that suffix at the end, could be directly translated as chatter. So, mm-hmm. so you might literally translate embololalia as chatter stopper or chatter plug or plugs. The plugging of chatter, something mm, like that. Or tossed so, in. Yeah. That's how I would Well, it. it would have made a good Tom Lehrer song, I think. Oh, yeah, sure. He could, <laughs> he, he could do an album on a word, couldn't he? Could have, could have had fun with that. Yeah, or if you forget the lyrics, just say, Mbalalalia, rhubarb, Mbalalalia. Well, that's very helpful. Thank you. Well, thank you for calling about this word, Alan. Let us know the next time you find something in a cool, obscure book, okay? I will. Thank you. Thanks for calling, Sarah. Bye-bye. Embololalia. I just love saying that word. In fact, you know that word for a song that you can't stop thinking about, earworm? I think that embololalia is my new earword. I'm going to be thinking about that all day. Well, is there a word that's stuck in your ear? You just keep thinking about it or staring at it on the page? Well, we'd love for you to toss it into our conversation. The number's 1-877-929-9673 or send an email to words at waywardradio.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Martha Barnett. Embololelia. 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 Embololelia.